You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin coming to you from the beautiful town of Lucerne, right on Lake Lucerne here in Switzerland. You might be able to hear in the background the running by of the River Royce. We're sitting here at the beautiful Hotel de Balance overlooking. That was good. Hotel de Balance. <laughs> and yes, that's French, just so you know. We are in a city in Switzerland, but this is a French hotel. Kathleen will say the names correctly. I will butcher them. So go to TravelBrigade.com and click on the hot sheet for this show. <laughs> We're going to be selling will a lot yeah. for you this show because I can't say a few French words, but the German, not so good. Anyway, we are overlooking this beautiful river from our hotel. We're right across from the historic Jesuit church. If we look to our left, we can see Chapel Bridge and the water tower, the, water tower, yes. the octagonal water tower, which I'm told is the most photographed thing in Switzerland. Yes, I've heard, I was heard that too, because actually yeah, I took a few pictures and we'll be putting them up during the show. But I also noticed from the other side, our side where the hotel is, you actually get the water tower, the bridge, and just see that little picturesque mountain up there. And the lake off to our left as well, just a little bit further. We have got a lot to talk about today. Lucerne has this theme of the city, the lake, the mountains. Because they are all beautiful. They're all here. Now, if you told me, oh, come to Lucerne, it's this cool little city and you can hang out and there's all this historic stuff, I'd be here just on that alone. Yes. I mean, when we went and took the tour, which we'll talk about later, amazing historical, even in the Mm -hmm. backyard of our hotel. If you told me, come to Lucerne, there's this really cool lake, you can take boats out on it, you can go swimming in it, I'd be here. If you told me, come to Lucerne, there are all these cool mountains that you can go do and they even have, you don't even have to hike, they've got trains and cable cars going up them. I'd be here for that alone. But, but all three of them I are was going to say, but here in Lucerne, and there's so much to do. We have had so much fun this week. We've done a couple of interviews towards the beginning of the week. We went and did a lot of activities. It's here the day that we're leaving. We've got to catch a train in just a couple of hours. We're sitting out here on this beautiful balcony here at our hotel, enjoying the beautiful river view and going to record the show for you right now. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to have a couple of interviews with Marcel Perrin, who is the managing director of the Lucerne Tourism Board. Coming up, we've got two interviews with Marcel Perrin, who is the Managing Director of the Lucerne Tourism Board. We're also going to be talking with Alex Herman, Director of Switzerland Tourism in the Americas. But first, we need to do Hot Topics in Travel. I think you're going to like this one. It's not one that's going to outrage you. It's one that you're going to be pleasantly reassured. We have had so much fun in Lucerne this week. It's one of those beautiful cities. A lot of people, every time I mention Lucerne, they talk about Lake Cuomo. So there's a lot of comparison. This beautiful lake property here in Switzerland. The culture is really fun. We're going to talk about a new friend Jeff made. (laughs) We'll talk more about that on the show later. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and at TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. hot what's not what's trending next up this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel Welcome back to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry and my co-host Jeff Griffin. We are here live in Lucerne at the Hotel de Balance here on the balcony looking over the River Royce. This segment is Hot Topics in Travel where we look at travel news. There's a new report out from the National Safety Council. Guess what the safest way to travel is? What is that? Guess. Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to say walking. No, I don't know. (laughs) 
Well, walking probably is, and it might take you a while to walk from except for from it's the United. Hot. <laughs> and it might take you a while to walk from the United States to Switzerland. Oh, but well, if safest, you're going to say that, I'm going to I'm going to guess air. Safest way per mile is by air. Well, I always hear that from people that are afraid to fly. When you like, isn't statistically driving like the dangerous way per mile? That's the most dangerous way, and you know, rail travel and boat travel are also more dangerous than flying by air. So when we tell people to go on a cruise, don't worry, it's safe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're totally not being honest. (laughs) Well, and this came up because of an unfortunate crash not too long ago in the Bay Area where some people died. And I didn't realize this. That was the first time in four years that anyone had died in a crash in the United States, in an airline crash. They also quoted a New York Times report where they hired an MIT statistics professor to do a study on how long would you have to travel before you would get in an airplane crash statistically. How long do you think? Uh, 100,000 miles. I'll bet $20 on 100,000 miles. You would have to travel every day for 123,000 years. Wow. Before a fatal crash. Okay, now this you know, this always gets my mind going. So now I have a brilliant, it's a brilliant idea. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Travel Brigade gets their own private jet. Financed by we're not sure who. <laughs> Looking for a sponsor. How about that? <laughs> However you slice it, air travel is great because it got us here to Lucerne. And we're going to be talking about all the cool things to do in Lucerne up next in our interview with Marcel Perrin. Stay tuned. You are listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. And we are so fortunate looking outside right here at Lake Lucerne. It's a gorgeous view. When we walked out of the train station this morning, I could not believe the beautiful view. The beautiful view not only of the lake, but then it sits right up against this beautiful city. And Lucerne, as you may have heard, and Switzerland in general, is a multilingual nation. And we've already experienced that. We were sitting there near the river Royce, and I'm going to butcher all these names in my beautiful American dialect. We're sitting near the river Royce at a place called De Balance, having some lunch, watching the swans, looking at the beautiful bridges, watching people come and go. I would have been fine just sitting there for the next two days, soaking no, it no all in. No reason to leave. As yes. a matter of fact, this is our first stop in Switzerland. We're not leaving. Yes. But Lucerne is famous for not only its city, but its lake and its mountains. And since it's our first day here today, we haven't quite figured out what we're going to do, where we're going to go, and what things we're going to do. So we brought a special person in to talk to us a little bit about all the great things you can do here in Lucerne. We are speaking with Marcel Perrin, Managing Director of Lucerne Tourism Board, and he's going to tell us about the city, the mountain, and the lake. We noticed when we first got off the train, there's an old town area. Tell us a little bit about the new town versus the old town. In general, uh, Lucerne has more or less uh, uh, just an old town because if you just arrive you see the historic city built in the 
14th, 15th century, quite an old one. The new town is uh, just uh, on the opposite of the River Reuss, and that's just a little bit more modern, but uh, we are just a very small city in Switzerland with about 78,000 inhabitants, so it's really small, but that makes also that it's really charming and a lot of people like that. You can do everything by walking distance. You just get out and walk around, and that's what a lot of people think it's it's nice in that uh, in that city. Yeah, I noticed on one of the maps that there are a lot of walking tours you can do around the old town and including across this very famous bridge here. Maybe it's just outside our window here. Tell us a little bit about that and the famous water tower that people will probably think of when they think of Lucerne. That's the very famous uh, chapel bridge bridge and the water tower. The chapel bridge is really the, the most known thing in uh, Lucerne. Uh, it was built in uh, 1333 together with the tower and that's an old wooden bridge just crossing that uh, Reuss River and uh, goes from one to the other side. It's also uh, important that uh, on the, up on the top of the bridge you see there old also paintings telling a little bit about the history of Lucerne. So it's really one of the most popular bridges which is uh, not only in uh, Europe, but uh, I think even worldwide. We're sitting here on this beautiful lake. We have the beautiful view of Lake Lucerne. There's gorgeous swans sitting there on the lake. You can see people out on the lake, enjoying the lake, being on ferries and boats in different ways. Tell us a little bit about some of the of the attraction, obviously, of Lake Lucerne, but what are, what are some of the things that you can do here on the lake? If you're just... Uh, See Lucerne. Uh, Lucerne without a lake would, wouldn't be a Lucerne. It's really also a lot of uh, people living here. They just have a swim during lunchtime in the lake. There are boats. Uh, we have still five uh, steamboats cruising on the Lake Lucerne. But it's really something belongs very close to Lucerne. People love the lake, uh, and a lot of uh, foreigners are also impressed that we just can swim inside the lake. You can even have the mouths open. It's very clear the lake. Uh, it's really something uh, fantastic. It's also for guests, uh, maybe it's a little bit, uh, they, they are not known about that, that you can do it quite easily in Switzerland, but especially here in Lucerne, just swimming in the lake. And also you can swim for free there. You just can jump in. You see sometimes people just uh, jumping down from a bridge and go in and have a, a swim, and that's uh, really something outstanding. So water, Lucerne, the old city, and the mountains, that very, belongs very close together. We noticed there are ferries going to the different little towns. Is that something that people who come to visit, you could take a ferry out to one of these little towns and stay there for maybe for an hour and walk around and shop and then have lunch and then catch a ferry back? That's exactly the way it is. It's uh, very popular, more than 2 million people are doing this. They just jump on a boat here in Lucerne, maybe crossing over to Vekis. It's it's a very small uh, town. They have their lunch on a nice restaurant along the the lake and then taking the next boat and crossing by to another small resort or coming back to Lucerne. So it's very popular and uh, as you know in Switzerland uh, trains but also boats are also always on time so you can very well plan this uh, normally also combining very nice as a combination that you take a boat down uh, for example uh, to the small village of Altnachstadt picking up uh, the steepest cockwheel train in the world going up to Mount Pilatus, having lunch up there on the top of the hill, coming back on the other side with uh, with, uh, small uh, cable cars. 
and then back to Lucerne. It's a half-day excursion, and it's something uh, you can very well combine lake boat tour with uh, going up on the mountains, and that's uh, one of the most popular uh, scenic uh, routes you can have. It's also called a golden round trip in Lucerne. If you were to pick a couple of top attractions while you're here in Lucerne, what are the not to be missed while you're here? Yeah, beside of a very nice boat tour is uh, for sure the chapel bridge. You have to cross that once, but it's also very popular. The mosaic wall, it's a little bit uh, on the hill. You have a beautiful view also on the old town of uh, Lucerne. And then, of uh, course, also the lion monument, the dying lion, that it's really also made in uh, rock. And it's very nice to see it. It's a very moving piece of, uh, of stone that you're going to see there. Beside of that, uh, very popular as well, uh, museums that we have in the city. The Transport Museum, for example, is very popular. It's the most visited uh, museum in Switzerland. We have also a Picasso exposition. It's very nice. And uh, in terms of music, we are very, very famous for as well. So we have the world-famous Karkal Culture and Convention Center built by Jean Nouvel. They have there a very popular, very nice concert hall and Lucerne Festival is one of the most popular uh, classic festivals going on during uh, summertime but also Eastern and uh, in November the Piano Festival. So many things you can do. That's also the reason why people are coming, combining culture as well with, uh, with uh, sightseeing tours in a small historic city. That's uh, as, uh, for sure the reason number one guest visiting Lucerne. We're sitting here talking to Marcel. We have so much to talk about. There's so much to do here in this beautiful city of Lucerne. Again, we're going to have the contact for the Lucerne Visitors and Convention Bureau on our hot sheet for today's show. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and at TravelBrigade.com. And we're going to come back and talk about some dining and accommodations here in Lucerne. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin with your weekly travel and destination show. We are here in the lovely city of Lucerne, Switzerland. It's a beautiful city, beautiful views, beautiful lake. It's so much fun. If you heard from our interview, we just spoke with Marcel Perrin. We met with Marcel when we first got here to Lucerne, and he told us about all these great things to do in the interview. We went and did a lot of them, had a great time. One thing that one thing I really enjoyed was we did a walking city tour, and anyone can do this. It takes you around the town, tells you a lot about the fascinating history here, hundreds of hundreds of years. Yeah, all the beautiful buildings and also some history right here behind the hotel that we're staying in. Apparently that was the court where people were judged and sentenced right here. I threatened Jeff all week that if he didn't behave, he was on the back there, backside of the hotel. Well, and there's a lime tree back there because apparently if you are under a lime tree, you can't lie. I'm getting a lime tree at home. Uh, right across from us, across the river, is the beautiful Jesuit church. Oh, so beautiful. And lots of history there. It really kind of like you can't look down the river without noticing that beautiful church. It's really, again, put some pictures on the site here and the website. But beautiful church, and when we went inside, it's just really breathtaking. Right to the view of us on the left is the chapel bridge and the water tower, which looks really beautiful. And then I found out it's actually a dungeon where they kept prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeff was going to spend some time there as well. But tell us a little bit about the Chapel Bridge and some of the pictures that go across there. Yeah, the Chapel Bridge and the Mill Bridge, which is a little bit further down the river, they both have paintings from hundreds of years ago. That one on the Chapel Bridge tells sort of the history of Lucerne. Now, unfortunately, they lost a lot of those paintings in a fire in 1993, but about a third of them are still there, and they're just fascinating. And then on the Mill Bridge, there are a number of paintings dealing with the concept of death. So there are all these skeletons in each picture, and uh, it's, it's very sobering. <laughs> And what's really interesting, too, is when you look around the town, you'll see these towers that were made up of the original city that was here more of a facade to protect the city. But there's still original towers that are around the city as well. It really bring the charm and the history to some of these buildings. I think they were talking about a couple of them done in the 1200s, but a lot in the 1300s. There's a beautiful, beautiful sculpture just outside of the old city over by the lake called the Dying Lion. This was truly a stunning thing to go see. It reminded me a little bit of when we were in Florence to see Michelangelo's David, and you kind of turn the corner, and there's this huge sculpture. This was kind of like that. You're walking up just a typical street, and all of a sudden you turn into this park. There's this huge stone cliff. Carved into the side of it is this huge lion that is in the process of dying. It was to honor some soldiers. I have never seen something in stone that looked so sad. I've never seen a carving that looked so sad. And then to have it be so huge and carved into this big, huge cliff, the whole thing was just stunning. It was almost like a sense of of reverence when you got there. Incredible. You know, yeah, if you look online, you'll see that's one of the most popular things people like to do when they're here is to go look at that statue. There's quite a few things. That always hits the list, I've noticed, because when we come to town, we always kind of like to get the locals' perspective, but then we kind of like to see what other people like to do when they're in town, and that is always quite high on the list. Oops. You can hear the bells of the church here in the background. We're sitting here again right here on the River Royce. Uh, The beautiful church is going on there, and we're sitting here looking over the river. I think that was our signal to get going to church today. We've been called. (laughs) You know, one thing we haven't talked about, which you can't miss while you're here, I mean, literally and figuratively, is Lake Lucerne. You can't go anywhere without getting a beautiful view of the lake. And, of course, once you see the view, a great time to jump in the water, enjoy the lake. We did that. One thing that we weren't planning on doing, which was kind of fun, we went to this place called Seabad, which I'm probably pronouncing that. Is it Seabad? it's more Seabad. Seabad. It's actually a swimming club there on the lake. It was really fun. We saw a bunch of people having fun and swimming and hanging out, and we thought, hey, let's go check that out. So it's actually a swimming club that was built a long time ago. It's actually got separate areas for men and women. And then, of course, it's combined now. But you actually have exposure to the lake there. You can go have a club, jump in the lake, drink, eat some food, bask in the sun. It's really quite fun. We also did some paddle boats on the lake. And Seabot is open to anybody. You just show up and there's a small fee. Paddle boats you can also do. We had a lot of fun with that. It's been very hot here the last couple of days. So it's been really nice to either jump in the lake and swim around or get out on the lake and paddle around. Of course, there are a lot of ferries and boats running all over there, including some steamships. Yeah, we actually went out in one of the steamships and you can actually go, there's a lot of different choices. You can do like a round trip on the lake or you can go to the little villages around the lake. I mean, the lake is actually huge. I mean, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Even when you look at it in the cove there in the city, it just keeps going. And you can go to little villages out on the boats or take a round trip cruise. We actually went out to a cute little town. Yeah, we went out to a little town that I believe is pronounced Vegas. W-E-E-G-I-S. It was just beautiful. We sat and had some ice cream on a deck overlooking the lake. Gelato. Gelato. There are a lot of places you can get to. Another 
place people like to go a lot is the first stop on the tour along the way is you can get off at the Museum of Transport, which is really popular here. And then you can also use the boats to get to different villages and then go up some of the famous mountains here. One of the most famous is Mount Pilatus. So you get on the boat and you take it out to a little town called Alpnachstadt and you get on Europe's steepest railway with a grade at 48%. So you're pretty much just going straight up in the air, almost like a like a roller coaster or something. And then you go up on the top and then you can take the cable car back down to a little town called Kreens and then a little 10 minute bus ride and you're back in Lucerne. You can also go the opposite way do the cable car and then go down on the train and then take the boat back, however you want to do it. Another one is Rigi, famous mountain here. The little town that we went to, Vegas, you can go there and then take a cable car ride partway up the mountain and then pick up a train. You can also take the boat over to a little town called Vitznau and then take a train all the way up to the top there. What I love about these is, did you notice that I didn't say you had to hike these mountains? No, no. <laughs> I, no, I, I like that part too. <laughs> no, but you can. I mean, that's the thing is that really it's accessible to everyone. You can hike them if you want to. They were telling us little hikes that you can do. There's also cable cars and trams, all sorts of ways to get around here. And again, I was just going to say one of the things that we kind of didn't totally talk on is just just walking around the river up and down the river around the lake there's an amazing casino that's here that's very popular they have a dance club that's all night long and just you know walking around this town i mean that is just a half day of just really enjoying the town as well another way to enjoy the town eating <laughs> here in the capital of swiss cheese and chocolate yes which we did lots of we're <laughs> going to talk about that when we come back we're going to have another interview with marcel perrin and we're going to be talking about all the great dining here in lucerne there is a lot lot of that with many more coming up. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you gotta eat. Next up, you gotta eat. Mmm, good. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin. We are here in the lovely Swiss village of Lucerne, or the city, but I think it looks like a more of a small, intimate village. It's so beautiful. There's beautiful old hotels and buildings by the lake and swans. I keep counting, you know, these beautiful white swans that are everywhere. We've been talking with Marcel Perrin who is with Lucerne Tourism Board. He's the managing director. And he's already told us about some of the activities, but one of our favorite activities anywhere we go is eating. You got to eat. And so we're going to ask him a little bit about that. What is sort of, think of traditional Swiss cuisine for breakfast, lunch, or dinner? What what are we talking about there? If you come to Switzerland, for sure, also to Lucerne, is to, you have to taste uh, Swiss cheese. Cheese is really very popular in Switzerland. You have a lot of different uh, cheese dishes. You combine it with potatoes or rösti, for example. Have a piece of uh, cheese just beside of it. That's very popular as uh, as well. We have dried meat. That's also very popular. That maybe not uh, known all over the world. And then for sure, as a dessert, is always chocolate. Is uh, uh, very popular in Switzerland as well as here in uh, in uh, Lucerne. But you have then also in the area some specific specialties. 
but uh, I think really the most attraction trying you have to taste uh, is uh, some dishes with uh, cheese. They are really fantastic. We just noticed walking around, we had a lovely lunch out there on, on the beautiful lake. Tell us some of the, maybe some popular restaurants that people might want to try where they're here that, that have maybe some different types of cuisine, Swiss cuisine as well as some international type cuisine. You find here in uh, Lucerne really all kind of uh, different cuisines, but uh, I think the most interesting is to, to taste the Swiss cuisine or stay somewhere along the lake or the river where there are a, couple, a lot of different nice uh, restaurants. And definitely you also have to try once go on a boat tour and have uh, on a lunch boat. That's also a specialty here, there you can taste is the Hügeli Pastetli. That's really a specialty here uh, in uh, Lucerne. It's a little bit uh, not easy to spell the name uh, Hügeli Pastetli, but it's really some, uh, you have to just to try it once. Uh, it tastes uh, really nice. You have different uh, varieties of that Hügeli uh, Pastetli. Swiss cuisine you find uh, for example also in the restaurant uh, De Balance or in the old hotels they also normally have uh, the, tra- the uh, traditional hotels also have nice uh, restaurants as well in a casino we have an international cuisine restaurant up on the first uh, floor uh, I would say uh, go around and uh, taste the varieties uh, you have but uh, have a look on the website also where you find the typical Swiss restaurant. We won't have a problem going around tasting things. As we are here in Lucerne in the next few days, everything looks delicious. You can smell the different food. You can see the bakeries. Anything from this you know, little street area vendors all the way to these beautiful, nice restaurants. I think we'll be set on a mission to make sure we dine well the next few days. This dish that you just said that I can't pronounce, what is that exactly? It's a kind of uh, pie that's uh, with mushrooms, with soap, with wheat meal and you just put it uh, there in the, the kind of uh, bread and uh, normally you serve it together with, uh, with fresh uh, vegetables and it really tastes uh, very nice. You mentioned uh, the various restaurants at the various hotels, and there are hotels lining the lake and up and down the Royce River. Any hotels that kind of stand out? And we noticed there's a lot of different options to choose from here. In Lucerne, we have really a variety of uh, hotels, about around 60 hotels we're going to have here. In uh, very charming hotels are the five-star hotels that has a long history. They, they are about 150 years old, and you see there, feel there the tradition. It, they are really very nice. Uh, as well, we have also a very popular hotel. is the Hotel Montana. It's voted always the best four-star hotel. It's an Art Deco hotel, a little bit up on the, on the hill. Also, the Hotel De Balance uh, along the river is really very nice. And also for people having a little bit uh, like more the kind of uh, artist style, we have uh, a hotel called the Hotel. It's uh, also made by Jean Nouvel, the famous uh, architect who made the hotel on the same time that he built that famous uh, Kakaal Convention and Culture Center, he also made a, a hotel, and it's really kind of movie hotel. You you see there on the walls uh, and uh, up on the on the seal, you see there different uh, kind of uh, movies, paintings on it. So it's also very nice for people that uh, may be looking for. Cheaper uh, accommodation you find there as well, uh, different uh, types of hotels where they also have bed and breakfast, that's very nice. We have uh, Ibis uh, uh, hotels in the area as well, so different uh, really styles of hotel, modern, uh, more expensive, but also um, cheap accommodation, so 
for everyone the, the real and best uh, taste. And I think uh, if we also ask our guests all over the world, they are always very happy with the very good quality of the hotels you find here. Yeah, some of these hotels that we're talking about and the restaurants, those are all going to be on the hot sheet. You just go to travelbrigade.com, click on the hot sheet for today's episode, and you'll be able to link to all of these. We're staying at the De Balance right on the River Royce. It's beautiful to just be able to look out onto the river, and I've noticed a lot of there's a lot of hotels lining the river and the lake, and to just be able to look out at water is somehow very calming. Yeah, you really, again, we keep mentioning the lake and the water because it's the whole city is surrounded. I mean, that is like the central core of the city, and it's really when you walk out, it's what's so, so beautiful. Thank you, Marcel, so much for spending time with us today and giving us some great ideas. We're going to be going out and trying all these things that you mentioned, and we'll be talking about them more on the show today. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Travel Brigade, our website, travelbrigade.com, and you can like us on Facebook. Here in Lucerne, we are going to hit the city, the lake, and the mountains, and we will be right back to tell you more about it. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin in the lovely city of Lucerne, Switzerland. And in our interview that we just concluded with Marcel Perrin, he talked about some of the great things to eat here, and we definitely tried some of those. One of our favorites was right downstairs at the hotel we were staying in, the Hotel des Ballons. Very good. Hotel des Ballons. Now, the food there was really good. We had a really nice lunch, and part of the ambiance there is sitting uh, on a balcony overlooking the River Royce. Yeah, you've got the river rushing by. You can look up towards the lake. You can look across at the Jesuit church, all all of that. It's it's just beautiful. Another place we tried, we are in Switzerland, so we had to try some fondue. That's right. And uh, we went to the fondue house, which is in the old section of the city. I really liked the cheese sauce. You could really taste the shallots and the... Yeah, it's not just melted cheese, that. people. It's <laughs> there is a method to the madness not, with fondue. It's not it's not nachos. No, no, it's not nachos. <laughs> it's not something you make in your microwave. Yeah, but you definitely can. You know, first of all, the Swiss obviously are very proud of their cheeses. There's many, many cheese factories and cheesemakers around uh, the country of Switzerland, and so picking the right cheese is part of it. But also, like Jeff said, you can, you know, the mixture of shallots and particularly white wine is a, is a really strong flavor in a very good fondue, and that was very good. We also tried a couple of other traditional Swiss dishes, which were quite delicious. Yes, we went to Wursthaus Taube. That is kind of right on the river as well. They have a lot of the traditional dishes. Uh, Hotel de Balance was more of an international, more of a Mediterranean type of cuisine. But Wursthaus Taube was definitely the traditional Swiss. I think they actually said on one of their brochures, it's kind of like your, you know, how your grandmother makes it. Everything's made from scratch. We had two traditional dishes. One was the Chapel Bridge Rosti. And Rosti is basically just a big group of potatoes cooked in a skillet 
and then you can add things in. They describe it as a uh, hash brown, or that's sort of an English translation. It's somewhere kind of between a hash brown that you would find in America and a French fry. It's not quite as big as a French fry, not quite as small as a hash brown, and a little bit crunchier. Yeah, and it's made with Swiss cheese, tomatoes, bacon. Is there anything else I'm missing? I think it's one of those things where you can kind of throw in whatever you want. Well, there's different versions, but the version we have that, and then it has a uh, fried egg on top. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you can kind of do whatever you want, and it sort of reminded us of some of these breakfast places you go to in the States where it's a skillet. A skillet, and they do the hash browns and sort of pile all the things in. And So, of course, here we are thinking that we came up with that when they've been doing it here for I don't know how many <laughs> hundreds of years. That's one of the things I love about coming to Europe is finding out that something I thought we were the first to do, they, they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Exactly. And then Marcel talked to us about a local dish, a, a specifically dish from Lucerne. Are we going to even attempt to say it? He said it in the interview. We're going to spell it out for you on our hot sheet. Yeah, we'll, we'll write the name on the hot give it, sheet. Give it a Cho- try. Choga la Pasteltli. It's basically a, I would call it a Yorkshire pudding on steroids. Yes, it starts with a pastry puff, and then it's filled with veal, a gravy, and mushrooms, and it's delicious. Yeah, the sauce in particular was great, and then they serve it with vegetables and rice on the side. And there's really not a lack of carbs here in Switzerland. I mean, I know when I go to Europe, the one thing I will eat day in and day out is a lot of carbs. We have had some amazing bakery goods. The pretzels that we've gotten from vendors off the street and in bakeries have been amazing. And then I've got my Linzer tort, which I was really happy to have. I made fun of Jeff because he thought he had had Linzer tort because he had had like a Pepperidge Farm cookie that's like a Linzer tort. I'm like, no, this is a real Linzer tort. It was really, really good. So of course, there's local wines and beers. All the beers are, are really, really quite great. Everything here is just so fresh, whether it's like a salad, a side dish, everything. You really get a freshness, the fruit, everything that you have from breakfast. It just seems like everywhere around town, we've had just some really great meals and everything. As the first word that comes to my mind is just very fresh. The night we were at First House Pau Bay, there was a group of young women having a hen party, or as the waitress told them to tell me in English, a bachelorette party. <laughs> and we got kind of involved in a fun... Jeff, Jeff met a new friend. <laughs> we got kind of involved in a fun tradition. Uh, you give the bride something in a little piggy bank. Yeah, do you have has. money in... Well, she gives you a shot, and you give her, like, money towards, I guess, good luck, her, the wedding, whatever. You put money in her piggy bank. In return, you get to have a shot and you drink it all together. You sort of hold the cups all together in the center and then you go, oh, and bring them up and, and drink it all at the same time. Yeah. Although I didn't do the, oh, as well I as think it we should. could be Ready? done. Ready? Let's do it. Oh. And then take a shot. And this is the thing. After we went to bed, we had our windows here at the hotel open and we were listening to people have that noise for <laughs> it was Saturday night <laughs> people having a very good time and it was just quite fun to listen to everybody and kind of really get a, a good feel of, of the local culture coming up next we're going to be talking with Alex Herman from Switzerland Tourism stay tuned you're listening to Travel Brigade make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Travel Brigade follow us on Facebook and check out our website travelbrigade.com we will be right back or comments for the Travel Brigade, tweet them at Travel Brigade.
Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin, and we have been in the lovely city of Lucerne. It is absolutely gorgeous, and we were just talking about how nice the weather was, and we actually jumped in Lake Lucerne. Yeah, it was great swimming. Felt great to just jump in there, get out of the heat, and we talked earlier about people just go down there on their lunch hour and jump in, and I wish I had that where I live. I know. (laughs) We need our own Lake Lucerne. We do. (laughs) But we want to give you a sense of Switzerland as a whole and where Lucerne kind of fits in as a travel destination. And here to tell us more about it is Alex Herman. He's the Director of Switzerland Tourism in the Americas. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us, what is it that draws people to the Lucerne area and what, what makes it a special place to visit within Switzerland? Well, I guess, first of all, it's the unique uh, location. It's in the heart of Switzerland. Switzerland being in the heart of Europe makes it a, a very, uh, you know, central place, um, whether you crisscross the continent or whether you just visit Switzerland. And then also with regards to the uh, geography, you know, it's, it's the northern edges of the Alps. So you're kind of in the area between the hills to the north and the mountains to the south. And it's situated on a, on a beautiful lake, um, which you were mentioning earlier. Um, <laughs> that we jumped is, in. <laughs> that we jumped in. I heard that I was impressed. Um, um, we wanted I, to do what you, the locals do, Alex. <laughs> I, I, I see that and I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and I invite everybody to do the same. Although I have to say we also have boats, uh, beautiful uh, lake steamers on that lake. So if someone uh, is maybe not as adventurous as you, as you guys, there's <laughs> ways to explore this, this beautiful lake in the central part of Switzerland. I do think it is important what you were mentioning about it, kind of located near the Alps. And what we really liked about this is it was an easy access from Zurich, and then it was easy to get up from there up to the Alps. And it's it really is kind of a unique destination in that sense. Well, people sometimes ask me, I have a few days, I want to stay somewhere in Switzerland where I don't have to pack and unpack every day, and but I want to see you know some of the cities. I want to spend a few days hiking in the mountains. I mean, Lucerne is definitely one of the places I recommend because you, everything is within reach. As you mentioned, Zurich is, is about a 50-minute train right away. Uh, and we're talking city center to city center here, not uh, you know, not a highway to uh, you know, uh, some outlying districts of exactly. the city. You really, in, in 50 minutes, you're in the heart of Zurich from Lucerne. Uh, also, Bern is very close, the city of Basel. And even a day trip to the Italian-speaking part of Switzerland is possible to uh, Lugano or uh, Locarno or Bellinzona, their UNESCO World Heritage Sites. But if you prefer to be outdoor for a couple of days, and you know, you can swim in the uh, lake, but you can also go to the mountains, and there's all kinds of mountain excursions in the area for people who like to hike. You know, just a little bit, a couple of hours. There's all kinds of mountain railways. And, and gondolas that go up the mountain. Or if you're more the adventurous uh, person, you can you know, do some really uh, more extensive hikes, six, seven hours a day or so. And all of that with getting back to your comfy uh, hotel room in Lucerne in the evening. With all of them, almost all of them seem to have some view or another, either the lake or the river. They're just, it's just really a, such a beautiful place. We happen to know that you have some insider information there in Lucerne. You've got a long history there with Lucerne. Tell us about some, maybe a couple of spots there in Lucerne that maybe aren't in the tourist books or some secret spots that people might want to visit when they're there. Well, indeed, I, I was in fact uh, born and raised in Lucerne. So one of the things I always tell people is in the city, there's the old uh, town which is beautiful some nice little restaurants there but then on the other side of the river is what the locals call the new town i mean it's also the buildings are 100 years old but it's it's an area which is uh, more of a place where the locals go uh, you know many tourists all they see is the, is the old town part of lucerne and they see the famous uh, chapel bridge that connects the old town and uh, newer part of the town i would recommend people to go to this new town area because there's many small boutiques there uh, you know 
be it fashion, be it um, uh, jewelry or, or many of these arts and crafts stores, but also some of the most uh, innovative uh, restaurants and cafes are there. There's some nice little parks in this area where you can sit outside and have a cup of coffee or a Prosecco uh, later in the day. So that's a recommendation for people in the city. With regards to the area along Lake Luzern, there are some unique places, a resort town called Vekis and another one called Fitznau, two places about 45 minutes away by boat. That was so actually, we actually did that too. Yeah, it was <laughs> and what's very and special about them is they're, the, the way they're on the lake and protected from the north, they have a microclimate, so you actually have palm trees growing there. Uh, you have a milder climate than in, in other parts of this uh, of the country. And there's some amazing hotels and spas and, and just beautiful uh, spaces along the lake in both of these small uh, little uh, towns. Or and villages. Alex, that was actually something we ran into a local there who said, hey, if you've got a few extra minutes, go try this. And so we did. So that was really fun. When a lot of people here from North America plan their trips to Europe, a lot of times they'll either pick one country or they'll maybe do a multi-country visit. What is it about Switzerland that stands out and uh, some things that maybe people either don't know about Switzerland or what makes it such a great choice when you're coming to Europe? Well, first of all, once again, geography makes it so easy to go through Switzerland or start or end your multi-country tour through Europe in Switzerland. There's a great number of flights, direct flights that come from the U.S., the national carrier Swiss International Airlines. They have uh, nine gateways throughout the U.S. with direct flights, so there's uh, 70-plus direct flights a week from the U.S., so it makes it a great place for people to either start or, or end or both uh, their trip to uh, to Europe. There's also Zurich International Airport and Geneva Airport. They're both airports on the smaller, medium size, very convenient and nice airports to get in and out of the country. And then Switzerland has an amazing public transportation system, which I hope you also had the opportunity to uh, take advantage of. Well, as a matter of fact, yes, we were on a Swiss pass, which was amazing. And I think people may have heard of like the Euro rail passes, but I don't know if everyone knows that there's specific passes for each, you know, some of the countries. And it was so, like you said, the ease of getting places. We actually flew in and out of Zurich, which was great. We really found the airport really comfortable, and we kind of liked the mid-airport. We've been to some really big airports in Europe, and it was quite nice <laughs> to be in a place where we were literally in and out in such a short period of time and right there in the train to our destination. And to use that pass where you just you know hop on and really we got everywhere the whole time we were there on the Swiss pass, and it was just a great experience. Well, I'm I'm happy you mentioned the Swiss Pass because um, also something unique, you mentioned some of the other URL passes. Well, the Swiss Pass is not, in fact, a rail pass. It includes a rail pass, but it also includes all the public transportation within Switzerland. So the boats we mentioned earlier, the ones that take you from Lucerne to the other parts, uh, these, these uh, small um, towns and villages along the lake, for example, these boats are included. I know the that's actually something, Alex, I didn't, I didn't know before we got there. So that was actually really fun to find that out because I think mm. it's a good point that you brought that up because I think a lot of times us in North America kind of think when we hear the advertisements for the rail passes, I had no idea that it included like local buses and like you mentioned, the boats. So it's really a multi-faceted pass. Well, I hope you found it out before you paid for your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but it was but it was Good. great. To, you know what I mean? It was kind of like a surprise. It was like, oh, great, and I didn't know I could do this as well. So it was really great to have that experience. What's even better is that you know, by law, um, every smallest populated area in, in, in Switzerland, even the, the small villages at the end of the valleys up in the mountains, by law they need to have access to public transportation. 
and it's mostly bosses, the famous yellow Swiss postal bosses, as we call them, because they also bring the mail. And these bosses, they take the, the locals you know, to the schools uh, in, the, in the smaller towns in the area or people to the markets or the, to the shopping. Um, and these, these bosses are also included in the Swiss Pass, and they're great places to get to uh, hiking paths. Uh, very easily, then you can actually, you know, instead of you know, taking a, a long time to drive or, or find the, the way around, get to a, a really nice hiking area. You just jump on one of these buses and then you hike as long as you, you want to. And there's, I'm pretty sure there's uh, one of the other uh, places, a, a way you can get on a train or on a mountain railway or another bus and go back to where you started. So now you can see why we picked Lucerne and Switzerland as one of our choices while we were there. We had such an amazing time. Thank you so much, Alex, for spending time with us today. Alex, if people want more information, can you give them a website where people can plan their trip to Switzerland? Our website is myswitzerland.com. And we have all kinds of sample itineraries on there. We have specific information on parts of Switzerland, regions of Switzerland. It's very easy to navigate. In fact, it's one of the most popular destination websites out there. And I invite everybody to go to the site. There's even additional information there. You can order brochures. You can call us uh, or email us if you have specific questions. And we're looking forward to having you in Switzerland. Great. And we will post a link to that website on our hot sheet as well. If you go to TravelBrigade.com and click on today's show, you can click on the hot sheet and go straight to that site. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. Like us on Facebook or check us out on Instagram. We'll be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin in the beautiful city of Lucerne, Switzerland. Lake Lucerne is gorgeous. The city is beautiful. The mountains beautiful. Beauty, beauty everywhere. Amidst all that beauty, it's time for us to pick our three favorite things about this destination. Very tough to do in this case. Very tough to do. He said, she said, she said goes first. My number three, quite frankly, is is actually surprisingly the ease of getting to Lucerne. We had a flight into Zurich. It was quite easy to hop on a train right there at the train station. Getting in and out of Zurich was very easy. And then hopping on the train, it was really fast. We were there in about, what, an hour? Even less. Yeah, Yeah, less than an hour. And it was just a really, one, beautiful journey, and two, just very easy. We got off the train station. You're right in the center of town. There's hotels very close to the train station right near the river and around the lake. I think that was really what surprised me is just the ease and access of getting to Lucerne. My number three was the Dying Lion sculpture. I have to think back a long time when I was so moved by a piece of art. Number one, your breath is really taken away when you first walk into the grotto where it sits and you first look up and see this huge sculpture sitting right in the middle of this gigantic rock. And then number two, just how sad the lion looks because he is dying. It's Really a very moving experience, and I'd really recommend it to anyone who comes to Lucerne. My number two is kind of a combo, which is we had so much of our local cuisine sitting by the River Royce. 
So it's really kind of hand in hand that there's all these cafes and bistros and restaurants all up and down the river, all around the lake, whether we were getting gelato and sitting in a small town by the lake or whether we're having dinner by the river. I just think that's my number two is one, trying some of the local cuisine, which is interesting. There's some very interesting local Swiss cuisine, also the ambience of sitting by the river and enjoying that. So that would be my number two. My number two is that I really liked the size of the city. There's nothing I love better than just walking around a city and getting a feel for it that way. This was the perfect size city for that. You could easily get all the places you wanted to go. And then, of course, you're right there by the lake if you want to take in the lake and do that. So I really enjoyed just the size of the city and how interesting it was. It seemed like Every time you turned around a corner, you found something new that you were interested in. My number one is being on the lake. We paddle boated on the lake and we went on a cruise around the lake. Every time we were on the lake, the lake is beautiful. We went swimming in the lake. So there was all sorts of great things that we did on the lake. So Lake Lucerne, absolutely gorgeous. It's really fun. There's lots of fun things to do. And I just had a really great time, whether we were paddleboarding and just sticking our feet in or cruising up and down the lake to see the little towns and houses. It was absolutely gorgeous. My number one was along those same lines. It was actually being in the water when we went swimming at Seabod. We were there on a particularly hot day to be able to jump into that water was just so refreshing. And just the whole idea of this little sort of cabin built out onto the lake and there are lockers and changing rooms there and you pay a small fee and you go in and there's a place to eat, a place to get something to drink and just hang out with people and go swimming out in the lake. Just the whole idea of it was just really fun. It really is no wonder people call Lake Lucerne and Lucerne, the city, the most beautiful place in Switzerland. We know why. It's gorgeous. We had an amazing time. Whether you come straight to Switzerland or you're doing a tour around Europe, Lucerne has got to be on one of your stops. Unfortunately, we need to leave Lucerne, but we will be back next week with another fantastic destination for you. In the meantime, please remember, there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, please make sure you join Travel Brigade. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Travel Brigade, our website, travelbrigade.com, Facebook, and also on Instagram. We'd love to connect with you. See you next week. Enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at travelbrigade.com.